The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Mark. As Jesus was leaving Jericho with his disciples and a sizable crowd, Bartimaeus, a blind man, the son of Timaeus, sat by the roadside begging. On hearing that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out and say, Jesus, son of David, have pity on me. And many rebuked him, telling him to be silent. But he kept calling out all the more, Son of David, have pity on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called the blind man, saying to him, Take courage, get up. Jesus is calling you. He threw aside his cloak, sprang up, and came to Jesus. Jesus said to him in reply, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man replied to him, Master, I want to see. Jesus told him, Go your way. Your faith has saved you. Immediately, he received his sight and followed him on the way. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. One of the priests in our community got a very, very rare neurological terminal illness. One of the symptoms made it very, very hard for him to do the work of a priest. If he stood in one spot for too long, his blood pressure would go down to almost nothing and he would faint. So he couldn't stand at the altar or the, or the, uh, the, or the lectern here to, to give a homily. He had to do a lot of sitting. And so I brought him to the doctors, hoping that we could find um, a stronger medicine for him or maybe there was a special diet that he could that would help him strengthen his body. When we got to the doctor, the doctor examined him and said, he told him that his body was beyond medicine or vitamin supplements. He said we needed to change the goal. The goal now is to comfort, is to make you as comfortable as possible. And that's what we did. If you went into his hospice room, the first thing that you would do when you go in, open the door, is you would genuflect because there was, a, there was a tabernacle in his room. There was also a monstrance, chalices, vestments, holy water fonts. <laughs> That's right. He turned his room into a chapel. And when you went in there, you, you prayed with him. That's what he did for the rest of his life. He dedicated his life to prayer. At the last stage of his life, he could no longer hold the book, his prayer book, or he couldn't even see the words. The only way he could pray at this last stage is if one of us came into the room and said the prayers, and then he could listen to the prayers. After he died, I realized that as his illness progressed and got worse, his prayer life got better until it hit the final and the best 
moment of his prayer life, which is listening. And he was transformed. You could see it. The highest form of prayer is you're listening to the words. Now, the reason I say that is because Jeremiah is very excited. He said that Israel is going to be a great nation. Well, it's a mess. Israel is is just a complete mess. It's been destroyed. It's a wasteland. So the question is, is how does God transform? How do you transform a mess into something great? Well, you do what my friend did. (laughs) You pray by listening. When Jesus was uh, in the Garden of Gethsemane, you, you, you remember, he was a mess. Jesus was like a soldier that wanted to desert the army. He fell to the ground. He was weak. He was uh, fearful. He asked that the cup may be removed. When Jesus left the garden, he looked like a five-star general that was about to save the world. Total transformation. What happened? What happened in that very short period of time? He prayed. But see, he wanted us to see him vulnerable. He wanted us to see him really weak to show us what prayer can do, how much it can transform us. In the beginning of Mark's gospel, Mark gives us a a glimpse of a whole complete day in the life of the Lord. And so in this first day that we see in his ministry, Jesus goes into the synagogue to pray, and then he preaches, and then he casts out a demon. Next, he goes to Peter's house, and he cures the mother-in-law. After that, uh, when it's time to go to bed, when the sun sets, and when the Sabbath is officially over, and people can move around again, everybody in the village, anybody that's sick, who has a possessed demon, they all go knocking on the door. Jesus cures all of them. And then after that, who knows how long he spent doing that. And before the sun rose the next day, he gets up and goes to a deserted place to pray. Why is he going to pray? Because he's exhausted. He has no energy. He needs, trans- he needs to be transformed. Now, when the disciples look for him and they find him, do they find him tired? Because that's a long day. He got up early. Do they find him exhausted? Did they find him with no energy? <laughs> no, the opposite. Repeat. He says, we're going to do the same thing again in every village we go to. Where did he get such energy and such, such comeback from such an exhausting day? Prayer. So the question is, is how do you get transformed like that? Because Jesus has showed us many times in his life that when he's, when he's dragging and, he, and he's having he's a mess and you can transform into something very great. How do you do that? Well, you pray the way my friend prayed, the priest. By listening. You listen to the words, because the words are God's words. The words are great. The words are very encouraging. Once in a while, I get a call from Father John Uni or Mark Donahoe, the administrator at St. Cecilia's, and they ask me to that I do a wedding or help them out with a funeral or, or a baptism. And I'm always happy because there's a lot of priests in Boston. They could ask a lot of priests, but, they, but they're asking me. And the reason I get excited is because, because that, that's what I do. That's what I was trained to do. That, that, that's who I am. And that's what happens when, we, when I pray the Our Father. I don't just say the words. I'm listening to the words. I'm hearing the words because they're my marching order. 
Because the, our Father is who I am. It defines me. That's what I want to do. When I read the first psalm, I want to be that tree that's planted near running water that's bearing much fruit so people can benefit from the way I live my life. I want to become what I hear. And what I hear is what God is telling me to do. Sometimes we get a, we're a mess in life. That, that's, we, get, we get tired, exhausted. When we turn to prayer, don't just babble a bunch of nice words. Listen. Listen to the words. Hear the words. God's talking to us. Telling us what to do. And if you listen carefully, you'll be transformed.